Hi guys, it's Claire. I just wanted to um, record this real quick while it's on my mind and on my heart. Um, This morning I woke up and I just started thinking, you know, about um, abuse and what it looks like today and what it looks like to be in a domestic violence relationship as a woman. And I I was struck thinking about all the um, responses I got from people, you know, when I started talking about it and... um, even now, you know, a year and a half out from separating from my husband. Um, And it's just been, you know, across the spectrum, but I think there still remains this giant hush-hush policy, you know, kind of unspoken that I feel a lot of women live by, and that's what keeps them in the abuse. Um, Because for many women I know, it's like when you do tell... The safest place to tell someone is um, your local, like, domestic abuse hotline. And I say that because they're able to give you local information, you know, about leaving, about the police, about, you know, what your county responds to as far as calls go. Um, and legally, like, they, they'll they give you more advice than I think, you know, your neighbor or someone off the street would. But when I started opening up, about the abuse and what was going on and just, you know, casually telling people, you know, first we told everyone we were just separating and didn't give a reason. And then as time went on, I started telling people, you know, why, you know, we're divorcing not because, you know, we just fell out of love or or this or that, but because he was hitting me because he was being abusive. Um, And today abuse looks different than I think people think it does. People think, you know, they're I guess the stereotype is like the woman with a black eye or something. Um, But it's not that case anymore. It's really not. Um, Most abusers are very charismatic. They're the people that do well in society. Um, Because abusers don't abuse, you know, in their own private worlds, I guess, or public worlds. They don't abuse at work. They don't abuse their friends or their family. Um, I feel like abusers are just people, mainly guys, who feel they can get away with it. Um, Abuse is not an anger problem. It's a character problem. It's a choice someone makes. You know, they physically or mentally choose. It's like, well, if I hit her here, she won't have bruises. Well, if if I do this or that... It's not going to hurt her physically enough that I'd get in trouble, so I'm going to do that. And there's this judgment call that abusers have to make in today's society to keep abusing. And that comes, you know, the moment before they choose to abuse, whether that's sexually, emotionally, mentally, sometimes physically. Um, it's like, how can I hurt this person so that I don't get in trouble so that if they were to tell someone, they would still look crazy. And I didn't think that's how abusers thought or worked or operated. I thought, you know, he just got angry. He just hit me because he, he was angry. It was in the moment. Um, but when I started talking to, um, psychiatrists and therapists and counselors, it's like, no, um, the more I read, the more I really studied how abusive men worked 
I realized he knows exactly what he's doing. He's calculating what he's doing. Even if that calculation takes a split second, he's still thinking to himself, okay, if I do this, you know, I won't get caught. Um, abusers have a very self-preserving mindset. You know, they're looking out for number one. They're looking out for themselves. Um, in the marriage, there is not us. There is them. You know, it's not a we situation. It's a, this marriage makes me look good, so I'm going to operate in a way that keeps her in this. And it's a cycle. Um, but what I'm struck with the most is, like, when I started talking, how many people responded with things that I just have to come out and say. It's like when I told people who knew him um, in college and before that, it's like, I'm, I'm shocked that he has abusive tendencies. That was the response I got. Or my own family, it's like, you must have done something really bad for him to react to you in that way. Like, it's a, it's a reaction. It's not a, a thought-out process. He didn't calculate hitting you. It was a reaction. Um, or he's so nice. I can't believe, you know, he's doing this to you. And the problem with that, with all those responses is a, they're outside looking in. They're people who've not necessarily gone through this before in any facet, even if they're older, even if they're people you look up to, there might be people who just don't know, but I just want to call that out and call it for what it is. It's not an appropriate response to when someone tells you they're being abused. You know, the only appropriate response to someone, especially a woman who comes forward with a lot to lose, because let's face it, we do. We could lose our house. We could lose our kids. We could lose everything. When I think through all this, I've been very, you know, pro-women, pro-mother and child, pro you know, whatever you want to call it, because I've been there. I know how much women, us as women, we have on the line when we come forward and forward and we, we say, you know, our significant other or our spouse is hurting us. Um, the only good response I can think of, the only response I wanted to hear and that looking back I needed to hear was, I believe you. That's it. I don't want to hear that he was nice to you so he couldn't be doing this to me because that doesn't matter. He's still doing it to me. I don't want to hear that, you know, you're shocked. I was shocked. He hit me. Like, there's just so much misinformation and just handed down, you know, ideologies of what an abusive man is and isn't. And, Maybe this is just me on my soapbox, but the more I think about it, the more, you know, angry I get, just right, rightfully angry because no, no woman, no person like me or who I was with so much on the line should be told these things and, um, you know, counteracting and looking back and trying to heal from all that, those comments, those words of other people really put, you know, a huge complex on me as I'm healing. It's like, I have to 
not only heal from the abuse, but heal from the people who didn't believe me, the people who made judgment calls, you know, at me personally for coming forward. Just a lot of unforgiveness, a lot of pain that I had to let go that someone else facilitated because they were ignorant. And I feel like through my healing process, that's been really hard for me. And that's been a really, you know, brutally honest part of healing. It's like you not only have to build yourself up again from scratch, usually, but you have to counteract, you know, the voices in your head. Um, Not only that you've put there and that he's put there, but other people have put there because they're ignorant. So on any given day, I'm counteracting the idea. It's like, well, maybe I deserved it. Did that come from him? Yes. Did that also come from other people I told? Also, yes. You know, those aren't my words. Or he's so nice. How could he do this? Leaves me with the, you know, the, the doubt, the, the doubt that's in my head that maybe he wasn't abusive. Maybe, you know, he was just going through a hard time and I should have stayed to see this through or something. Sorry, I had to stop recording because my son came in. Um, But if, you know, anything what I'm saying resonates or this is you in any way, shape, or form, um, if you haven't told people yet, I would encourage you to, you know, get a hold of your local YWCA or um, domestic violence hotline, just something local, um, you know, for legal advice or just general information about, you know, how the police in your area handle things like that. Um, Because in my specific area, um, police can be called. However, you know, as far as getting restraining orders and stuff go, I was told, you know, unless um, me or my son had been hospitalized or there were actual threats like, I am going to get my gun and I am going to kill you on this date at this time. Um, You know, specifics like that, I wouldn't be able to get a restraining order. And no, it's not right. It's not fair. I'm really mad about it. But um, just finding local resources like that can really, A, help you, and B, just give you, you know, someone outside the situation you can talk to and be honest with. And, um... I can't tell you how many late nights I've called, you know, my local hotline and it's, it was really helpful and healing for me and it just ministered to my spirit and my heart in a way. I don't think anyone who knew me could. Um, so I'd encourage you to, you know, step up and just take the first step and do that. And, you know, if you haven't, if you have told people and you're like me and you're kind of getting over, you know, what they've said to you and how they've reacted to you and, um, the the hurt and the pain that might might have caused i just want to encourage you to forgive yourself not that you did anything wrong but just forgive yourself for putting your trust in your you know this personal super personal problem and what you were going through in the hands of someone who just wasn't mature enough wasn't loving enough to respond in a way that was kind or helpful and um I just want to encourage you to forgive yourself and love yourself for maybe putting your trust in the wrong people. Um, you know, when he started telling people what was going on, if he did, um, that could be family, that could be friends, that could be people, you know, you thought were friends that you no longer talk to because they took his side, you know, whatever the case may be, I just want to encourage you that 
um, in order to move forward, in order to, to feel better, you know, forgiveness is for you personally. It's not for them. It's not like you have to go up to them and be like, I forgive you for being an ass. No, it's more like I forgive myself for trusting the wrong person in the situation, or I forgive myself for my spirit of openness and how close I thought I was to this person that I thought I could tell them this, but I couldn't because it made it worse. Just, you know, self-acknowledgement that, you know, you opened up and got the response that was not helpful. Um, but for me, that's all I have for this time. Um, my kid's getting anxious. He wants to play something, so I'm going to get off here, but I just want to encourage you, you know, um, to just think about this, maybe share it with someone who, um, you have told or someone, you know, who's going through this right now, um, just starting the process of leaving an abusive relationship, you know, maybe this will help someone, um, hopefully it does. And I really genuinely hope that whoever hears this is on the path to healing and feeling better. So until next time.